0: Hey everyone I'm Chris Hall and you're listening to the Downtime Podcast where we delve deep into the gravity-based side of mountain biking. First up I want to thank our supporting partners who make the podcast possible and today that's Leia and Magura. Here's Liat's founder Dr Chris Liat with a quick message. Hi
1: this is Dr Liat here of the Liat Lab. You will notice that all our Liat helmets are equipped with Liat's patented 360 turbine technology. So what is this? It has long since recognized that not all helmets are created equal and that ideally helmets we wear should cater for high velocity impacts, rotational accelerations, as well as lower velocity impacts. So to repeat those three impact scenarios again, high velocity impacts, rotational accelerations and lower velocity impacts. Our helmet shells and EPS liners are optimized for high impact magnitudes, as are most helmets. But Liet's innovative multiple 360 turbine additions are strategically placed to do more than helmets without. Our turbines deform to dampen the effects of rotational acceleration. This is the component that often produces severe traumatic brain injuries. Uniquely, too, lower velocity impacts that may cause concussion and the long term effects of these multiple lower speed impacts are also protected with our. 360 turbine technology
0: if you want to check out layout's range of 360 turbine equipped helmets then you can do that over at layout.com that's l-e-a-t-t dot com, and you can get hold of them at your local bike shop or online i'm sure you'll have heard me say that i've been using the magura mt7 pro brakes all year after a good chunk of time on them, I can honestly say they're the best brakes I've ever used. The power is incredible, but it's completely controllable, and they're the only brakes that I've been able to keep working just as well as when I first fitted them. I used the performance pads, and the pad life has been really good, and I found them super easy to bleed too. Since fitting them, I have never had to worry about being able to slow down. In addition to all of that, Magura have their Customize Your Brake program, which means you can get the brakes set up perfectly for you. There are multiple options for lever shape, pad compound, disc, and some aesthetic changes to match perfectly with your ride. I found that the best setup for me is the standard performance pads with the HE wide reach lever which was designed for Loic Bruni but works really well for me too. Also Magura have just launched some seriously amazing technology alongside Bosch providing the first ever anti-lock braking system for mountain bikes. If you've not already seen that technology in the news, then have a look. It's pretty mind-blowing what they've achieved with the system. You can check out the entire range of Magura brakes, the Customize Your Brake program, and the brand new ABS system over at magura.com. While you're here, don't forget to subscribe or follow the podcast so that you never miss an episode. There's buttons to help you get that done over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash subscribe. Merch is available if you want to support the show. You can do that over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash shop. And the second issue of our incredible print project, Downtime EP, is now available. It's a collaboration with the amazing team over at Miss Spent Summers and it's packed full of great writing and amazing photography from Mountain Biking's Best. You can get your copy or an annual subscription over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash EP. All the links you need for all of this stuff are in the show notes for this episode over on downtimepodcast.com. You can also get in touch and give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook by heading to @downtimepodcast. Downtime Podcast. All right, Aaron Peltari is mechanic for the most consistent rider of the modern era, Troy Brosnan. We sat down to find out about Aaron's background and to hear how he works together with Troy. Find out how Aaron and Troy use testing both in the real world and in computer simulation to ensure they're always on the quickest bike possible. Aaron talks openly about the ups and downs of chasing the top spots in our awesome sport. This was another fascinating insight into the level of detail that goes into the very top level. So without further ado, here's Aaron Peltari. (laughs) Aaron Peltari welcome back to the Downtime Podcast Thank you've you. uh, you've been on before with Troy when we chatted yeah. about the new
2: sender right that must yeah, have be like 2020 it would have been yeah it's a while yeah. ago eh? yeah yeah a little while I think that was just before the world turned upside down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was about right yeah. yeah yeah things have been a bit wild since yeah. then eh? yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. a bit oh. more normal now though right they're a little bit more normal now for sure I yeah. can actually go home now and uh yeah, flying in and out, which is nice. Yeah, that makes yeah. life
0: easier. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, yeah, obviously, like you say, we've been on before, but we haven't really got into your background because we were talking more about about the new bike yeah. and the work the work you've done there. So yeah, just give us like a bit of an intro into like how bikes became part of your life. Like what was, what was bikes and growing
2: up like for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, bikes growing up for me was, I was lucky enough to get introduced to downhill by my cousin. Okay. Um, He was riding downhill and I just got super, super G'd up on it and yeah, (laughs) and decided it was a good idea. And then uh, a thousand injuries later and here we are. So (laughs) no, it's good. Um, I grew up riding BMX and like skate park stuff and um, dirt jumps with my buddies around home and and yeah, then downhill kind of just came along and um, I don't know, it just kind of stuck and it's stuck ever since and I kind of got addicted to it and then, yeah, I was working at bike shops and just kind of just doing my thing and um, I tried to do nationals racing myself and um yeah a lot of state racing and all yeah. that kind of stuff and then
0: how did that go because
2: yeah. I've heard I've heard from reliable sources that you're pretty quick on a bike uh I have my moments for sure <laughs> um as soon as the clock starts ticking I kind of panic and 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 that's why I wrench at World Cups so and not race them. so <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough was was there ever
0: a dream to like make it on the racing side of things like when you were younger
2: I mean for sure when you're younger you, yeah you definitely think that you're going to be the next uh yeah at the time I think it was the next Samuel so yeah but um nah i kind of i guess i kind of got to a point where i had a few pretty big injuries when i was young and then um kind of just decided that i was probably better off wrenching on bikes than trying to trying to race them fast but i still give it a red hot crack um i don't know it's probably more nerve-wracking now having troy follow me than than, <laughs> than timed runs but yeah it's good i got nothing to prove anymore so it's it's kind of a nice feeling now yeah
0: so. you put some good times in against the boys in whistler uh, I seem to remember
2: yeah yeah back in the day for sure yeah for sure so no it's good I like and i don't know that sort of racing to me is way more fun like racing a fat wednesday race in yeah. whistler is you know i've spent a lot of time in whistler my wife and i lived there for a little bit and um yeah i just it's a second home for me so it's good fun
0: nice very nice yeah and um am i right in thinking you were toying with the idea of going to uni to study engineering
2: yeah so i actually got into uni got accepted to uni because i was kind of over the bike shop life i was like and i had everybody telling me that i needed to do something different um funny how that works people were like <laughs> yeah. oh it's you know you need to do something more and you're like well kind of enjoying what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is cool, you know? So you're working in the workshop at the bike shop. Yeah. 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 So I was working in the bike shop and people just get in my ear saying like, Oh, you need to do something different. You need to do something different. And I was like, ah, yeah, maybe. So I got into uni and then, um, started studying environmental science. Okay. Um, that lasted for not very long (laughs) until I was kind of like, I, I, I'm kind of, uh, one of those people that can't sit down for very long. So, I kind of get a little bit um, antsy uh-huh. and writing things for a long period of time Yeah, that I actually really enjoy writing and creative writing and stuff, but I struggle writing about things that I don't really care about. Okay. So I kind of just got to a point where I was like, that was something that I'd chosen because I thought it would be a cool avenue. And then I was like, ah, no, I don't really want to do this anymore. And then, um, yeah, quit that and went back to the bike shop full time and nice. yeah. And that was the end of that. So Yeah, I'd done done university for a little bit. I I was an electrician for a couple of years straight out of high school. Uh Um, But I didn't really want to finish my apprenticeship there either because, I don't know, I was just, I was more, honestly, I was more interested in bikes. Fair enough. (laughs) That's all I really wanted to do was bikes. And um, yeah, and that's kind of, got me interested in other parts of life as well like mechanical parts of life cars motorbikes all that kind of stuff yeah. as well so bit of a tinkerer yeah well yeah way too much but <laughs> it's good but yeah it definitely gets expensive for being a tinkerer that's for sure so, yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah i had a habit when i was younger of taking things apart and putting them back together with bits still on the side going hang on a minute where does this
2: part come from for sure no yeah. I've, I've pulled apart all kinds of stuff and had the same thing so restoring cars and yeah Turns into a bit of a disaster, but it's all good.
0: So, is that your like escape from bikes then when you're
2: back home? Do you do car yeah. stuff? Yeah, and- yeah, car stuff, motorbikes. I've restored yeah. a couple of Volkswagens. I've done Cafe Racer motorbikes. Sweet. I've done all kinds of different, different little, little odd jobs and stuff. And then and I just spend a lot of time in the garden with my wife. We just kind nice. of hang out and yeah, it's good. It's good yeah. fun. Have yeah. you got
0: any projects on the go back home then?
2: At the moment, not too much like i have a i have a 1957 volkswagen beetle nice um that's like rat and slammed and yeah. kind of fun so that's always an ongoing project uh-huh. but um yeah at the moment i just finished my motorcycle so that was kind of fun what was it it's a honda cb250 okay that i kind of yeah i bought off a mate of mine that had kind of half finished it and then i just kind of finished it off so it was a bit of fun nice so, yeah a bit of painting and yeah bit of. so do you keep them sell them like i have sold a couple of things but yeah. at the moment i'm just going to keep keep what i've got because i'm kind of attached to them at the moment very but nice it does get to a point where your workshop just gets full of <laughs> full of stuff and then i don't have time to ride them and i don't have time to drive them and it's just like uh but it's cool i enjoy yeah. it it's something it like you say it's an escape that you can just get out there and and get stuck in and yeah and it's not like logging onto pink bike or vital where you just like kind of looking at work stuff all the time
0: yeah it's hard isn't it people i I think it's hard for people to realize that pink bike for some people is
2: work yeah a hundred percent getting slated in the comments there or whatever is like yeah and you log on and you see a new bit of tech and you're just like why didn't i think of that or why didn't we (laughs) think of that or like you know so it's um yeah it's good it's it's a double-edged sword being being in this industry for sure oh yeah yeah it takes away your uh your hobby and turns it into a job but i mean there's yeah. worse things right
0: definitely yeah. so yeah when did you think start thinking about becoming a like a race mechanic like doing stuff outside yeah. away from the shop
2: i wanted to be a race mechanic since i think i went to nationals in 2010 okay it would have been maybe even earlier than that i don't know we had we had like national championships in my hometown yeah and i went there and saw all the guys working in the sram truck and i remember saying to my mom i was like oh I want to do that. Like, that'd be awesome. And I remember uh-huh. her just looking at me, just like, dude, you're not going to make any money. You're not going to do it. Like <laughs> I, like, I'm going to have to support you until you're 40. Like, <laughs> yeah, but, um, but yeah, then actually to tell you the truth out of the blue one day, Troy called me. Okay. And was just like, Hey man, like, what are you up to? So what's your relationship at this point? Like, how do you know each other? And- we grew up racing, like we're the same age. So okay. we grew up racing together. Yeah. Um, we didn't actually know each other that well. But I was kind of like working on all the guys' bikes at the shop and he rode with a lot of the guys that worked at the same shop as Uh me. So I think it kind of worked out through that a little bit, but yeah, it was kind of of out of the blue. I still don't know why to this day he called me, but he did. (laughs) So, and it's worked out, which is cool. Yeah. So he was at Specialized at that point. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. You, so you went? Did you do a trial out in Lords? Was it? Is that yeah. Right? Yeah. So I did a trial in Lords. Um, I'd already kind of quit my job at that point because I was like, well, if this doesn't work out, I'm just going to figure it out and, yeah, <laughs> and go yeah. from there. So um yeah, no, I quit my job and and went across to France and was kind of this whole new world of of you know working for for specialized factory racing. So, so. the
0: first race mechanic role you ever did
2: was that was yeah. that right yeah so you're straight, straight in to tra- into specialized factory yeah. racing
0: alongside john hall yeah wrenching was he with Aaron Barron, at that point? Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: so we've got like two of the fastest riders in the world and i'm just standing there just like whoa this is pretty pretty <laughs> intense <laughs> how did you prepare for that uh i didn't really have time okay yeah to tell you the truth um troy's mechanic had quit like the week before okay so I knew all of probably a week out that I was going no to be way. wrenching for him. And then, So did you um, have a box or anything ready to go in? Oh, I did. I just threw together this, like I went to the local hardware store and bought like a $20 <laughs> aluminium travel thing that, yeah, no, I didn't have a box. No I, way. Yeah. Kind of just threw something together and made it happen. So the Whoa. boys at the bike shop lent me some tools and yeah, yeah, off I went. Sweet. I love yeah. that. What yeah. was it
0: like? What do you remember from that first oh, race? That was a whirlwind. Yeah. That was crazy. Like So had you been to a World Cup ever at this point either? I had been to Cannes World Cup. Okay. But that was
2: that was it. So, so you so. sort of knew the format to some extent. I mean a little but- bit. I was a super fan anyway, man. Okay. Like like I knew all the riders, all the, like everything. Yeah. And then like showing up to the first World Cup. And obviously I knew Troy. Yeah. But um showing up to the first World Cup and then like Aaron Gwynne rolls in and you just like <laughs> you're just looking at him like, Whoa <laughs> Yeah. 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 Pretty so, insane. Yeah. So that was pretty pretty wild. Um but looking back at it, like probably one of the better weekends of my life really. Like yeah. I learned a lot that weekend. I met some Amazing people that I still work with to this day, like a lot of people at Sram. Uh-huh. Um, I met them, met them that weekend, and um, yeah, we've kind of grown relationships, and then like eight years later, here we are. so
0: nice. And John yeah. Hall's a super nice guy, I'm yeah. guessing he's pretty supportive and helpful. Yeah, John's
2: all right. He, he, <laughs> he helped me out a little bit, that's for sure. So no, nah, that was um, very handy having having someone that that was willing to help out. and at that point, John had only been doing it, I think, for a year. Uh-huh. on the world cup stuff so he understood where i was at like it's a whole new a whole new world and a whole new like yeah it's just crazy really yeah yeah
0: must have felt insane standing at the top of the hill for for
2: troy's race run that first race out yeah that was that was interesting because like at the top of a race run when you when you know when you like top 10 quality there's like 20 dudes up there and that's it yeah so you're just standing around and there's like all these mechanics that I knew of as well. Like I was a super fan of the mechanics as well, you know, like yeah. follow them all on Instagram and you know, you know what they're doing and you're like, <laughs> yeah. So to be, I mean, not to be one of them yet, but like at that point I was kind of striving to be one of them because yeah. I saw my opportunity and I was like, yes, I have to take this. So uh-huh. yeah. And then here we are. So,
0: yeah. yeah. So how did you approach that then? Cause you know, first time ever huge pressure, like Troy, always and we'll talk about this a bit i'm sure like super consistent always in that top bunch of guys Mm. so you know you that it doesn't get much more high pressure than that from the get-go like how did you personally kind of approach it to make sure you did the best job possible because you i mean that trial is not a trial you want to
2: fail right yeah no you definitely don't want to mess that up for sure um i think i just thought of it like i know what i'm doing so i can do it okay and Let's do it. Like a self belief thing. Did you truly believe that? Or did you have to kind of convince yourself? I definitely had to convince myself. Yeah. yeah. And looking back at it, mate, I had no idea what I was doing. So, (laughs) but to tell you the truth, not many of us do. So it's kind of like one of those things that you kind of fly by the seat of your pants and and try. Yeah. And a lot of what we're doing is trial and error, you know? So we use computers and we use this and we use that now. Um, When I first started, realistically, the only I mean, the only people on the race circuit that were using that sort of stuff at that time was Lewick and Jack. Yeah. And now you've got people using computers left, right, and center to make their bikes better. So, yeah, yeah. But at the time, for a lot of people, it was trial and error and using basic principles of, like, suspension setup. And mm-hmm. But, I mean, to tell you the truth, Troy and I had a minimal idea of how to set a bike up at okay. that point. So we were lucky to have guidance from... um a lot of people at SRAM and RockShock and yeah. and obviously the guys at Specialized as well helped us out a whole bunch and yeah, went from there. So. Incredible, yeah. incredible. And you were
0: with, with Troy at Specialized for two seasons, yeah. I think, and then yeah. Troy made the decision to move to Canyon. Yeah. And along with that was a lot of change, right? It wasn't yeah. just the bike. There was yeah. a lot of other components and things to change along the way. Yeah. How did you guys approach getting ready to go and ready to race on the on the new setup because that's a big swap for any
2: rider yeah yeah it was a massive swap um we were lucky enough to have incredible people in our corner at that point so and we also had a lot more of an idea of what we were doing okay so um yeah basically at that point we obviously got involved with fab fab Burrell. um he's a massively handy person to have around very knowledgeable yeah he's a massive pain in my ass but but <laughs> it's all good um but no he helped us out a whole bunch and then obviously all the new team sponsors as well were unreal um we had definitely had a few teething issues with the team mm-hmm. but that's i feel like that's you know we were starting a factory team from scratch so it's like you know everything kind of has its teething issues um yeah. and then we managed to get our team at our current team manager gabe on the program midway through the first year yeah and since then everything's just been sweet so we we kind of have just been on the up and up and now you know six years later we have a roster of unreal sponsors and you know we've kind of worked our way to that and we've worked our way like with canyon you know they trust us now to kind of like i don't know i'm a huge part of r&d and developing bikes and yeah and troy is as well and we kind of can just you know tell them what we want and they make it now which is it's, yeah, it's it's insane, it's yeah. insane. like yeah. it's it's something that you know you think about and you're like oh that'd be cool but to actually have that is 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 unreal yeah so, yeah very nice yeah you
0: mentioned that fab like jokingly that
2: fab's a pain in the ass yeah what
0: is it about him because he's super enthusiastic and i'm yeah. guessing he's and always looking for the that's, next tweak and change yeah. and
2: i mean enthusiasm is one thing right but like i don't know we 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 butted heads for the first couple of years oh uh-huh. and I'll openly say that. And he openly knows that. So, yeah. um, But I feel like, you know, that kind of helped him and and Troy and I grow as people as well, right? You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's just very enthusiastic and loves trying new stuff. And Yeah, yeah. And sometimes new stuff doesn't need to be tried. Yeah, I guess for you, you're looking to almost protect the rider and give them some familiarity
0: and stability yeah. in the program. Yeah, yeah. Whereas Fab's driving, and not that you're not driving performance
2: from, yeah. from your kind of yeah. side of things, but yeah. like yeah. Fab's super passionate on yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, but there's a balance, right? Like you know, you can you can use all the data analytics in the world and this and that and everything else, but if the rider's not comfortable, it doesn't matter what the numbers say. Yeah. So, the numbers can be absolutely absolutely min. And we made this mistake in 2020. Actually, last time we spoke to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were on a large 29er. Yeah. Like, you know, and the numbers were insane. And the times were like, everything was looking up and up and up. And then you get on a world cup track and it just kind of all fell apart.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask about yeah. that. Cause yeah, you came into that 2020 season, which started late, all the COVID stuff. Yeah. Your, all your kind of pre-season was had to be at home. Yeah. Right? You, had, you had very little choice in that because yeah. of travel and stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you made that, that cool. Yeah. Like, how does that feel in your situation when you get to the world cups and the performance isn't quite there? Yeah. Because obviously you have some ownership in that decision. Yeah, You're sure. a partnership, right? Yeah. And you feel some accountability. Like yeah. it must be hard when what you thought was the right way to go turns out to not be perfect. Like, yeah. How does did, how did that
2: feel for you, I guess? I like, mean, you just have to cop it on the chin, you know? Like I feel like that's how we learn, right? Like uh-huh. you make mistakes and you go, oh, well, we messed that up. And then you move on. And I mean, we're lucky enough to, you know, work for a company that understands the fact that we are trying to push the limits of what, we can do, yeah. So they understand that, like, we were trying to go longer, lower, slacker, like the classic, the classic mountain bike. Like this will go faster, yeah, yeah. But it's not always necessarily the case. So, and then like, for us, we don't have steep tracks at home. Like to be bluntly honest, they're yeah. flat and they're kind of pretty average. Uh-huh. So to test on them, and then. We were, we were kind of setting the bike up for Lear Gang World Champs. Yeah. And then we got to Lear Gang and there's like this <laughs> like insanely steep, yeah, rooted, filthy, muddy, filthy yeah. downhill section. And you're just like, huh, well, this is good. So <laughs> oops. Yeah, oops, fully, that was fully an oops moment. Um, but no, we, yeah, we copped it on the chin. Yeah. And then you just deal with it. And then we made the decision to make a change. And the thing is, is there's a lot of different... Um, what do you call it? Like variables mm-hmm. when you change, when you change rear wheel size, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like you think it's like, oh yeah, you just chuck a rear wheel in, but for us, you know, there's a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of different variables. Like you've got, yeah. yeah all your setup stuff. You're completely kind of back changes. to start again, right? You're, you're back to square one. Yeah. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. So, um, but yeah, we ended up finding our way a lot quicker than we did with the, with the large 29 and that's for sure.
0: Yeah. yeah. And in, in those sort of situations where things aren't going to plan, is, is that where kind of yours and Troy's relationship really kind of wins through because you guys have become super good mates yeah, right yeah 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 for sure
2: I mean we just look at each other and we go well what do you like what do you do man like you can you can you can sit there for hours and get super frustrated with the fact that you made the wrong decision yeah. but was it the wrong decision you know you don't know like yeah it's it's maybe not the most comfortable bike on a world cup track but You know if we can figure out a way to make it comfortable is it going to be faster or you know it's kind of there's always the questions it's like question 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 everything we do we question so it's like you just try and try and try and try and then i don't know at the end of the day troy and i will always be buddies regardless of if if we make a mistake like that so we'll just sit down and have a beer and have a discussion about (laughs) how we can make it better really yeah so and i don't know we we both make the decisions together. So not like neither of us can get frustrated at one another. Yeah. And there's no point in getting frustrated anyway. Nice. So Yeah, it sounds yeah. like you've got a good attitude yeah. to it for sure. It's bike racing, man. Like we want to win. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's it's bike racing. So yeah. we're just here to have fun and, and do the best we can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense, makes sense. I want to talk about the testing back at home or kind of maybe not necessarily at home, but yeah. away from, from racing. Yeah. Because it looks like certainly looking from the outside in the amount of testing that's getting done away from racing over the last let's say five or six years has increased massively certainly for some of the top teams and the teams with with budget to do so is that is that the case for you and troy as well yeah
2: for sure we test i mean to tell you the truth we were we were probably over testing a little bit okay um trying too much stuff and and just spending too much time making major changes Uh um this year we've kind of chilled out a little bit on it um which is good because it gives us an opportunity to fine-tune what we're on mm. rather than changing things
0: can drastically you, can you give examples of like what would be maybe like a, a drastic or a big change yeah. versus
2: what you would consider like a tweak yeah for sure like i don't know so different different spokes different 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 amount of spokes, different rear rear end lengths yeah. different so those are tweaks or big things for you they're fairly big changes okay. for us for yeah. tweaks it sounds strange but tweaks for us are like different shock tune different okay. fork tune okay. like all that kind of stuff that's yeah. that's kind of tweaking okay. for us but big changes is like structural changes okay so cuz structural changes make a massive difference to the bike which people don't really necessarily understand you know? yeah yeah so like there's massive rebound different rebound characteristics in how you lace a rear wheel. Uh-huh. And that that then affects your chassis stiffness It then affects your rear shock setup it affects everything. Yeah. So
0: when you talk about rebound in the context of a wheel, yeah. are we talking about as you load the wheel into a turn and then
2: yeah, the wheel it, exit? the how it, yeah. how it, how, it, how, it how it regains its its how it's supposed to look Yeah, its true position. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at a rear wheel in slow-mo, you see it flexing like yeah. like crazy. So we'll use like different different spoke gauges, different amounts of spokes, all that yeah. kind of stuff, different spoke tensions. Yeah. At every different track. Because, you know, like this weekend Lenser Hyde, there's a lot of tighter turns. Yeah. So everything's a little bit tighter. The bike's a little bit tighter in okay. general. So yeah, that's just from from many years of testing and figuring out what works yeah so, yeah. so you've got that back that back kind of catalog
0: of yeah. data to say right it's this 100%. style of track we're yeah. going to pick this wheel this amount of spokes this tension yeah. this spoke
2: yeah 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 and we just run it and then you know we know that works yeah so he's been on the podium here many a times so it's kind of <laughs> one of those things that we know it works and and we'll go with that and then you know in the off season, we'll try some other stuff. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: And so, what what would you say have been some of the bigger changes in how you approach that testing in the off season? So you mentioned maybe less huge changes, focusing yeah. on detail. But I'm yeah. guessing data has become more a part of what you do. Like. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and we were definitely using a lot of data to begin with, okay. and now it's kind of we've weaned down on it a little bit with testing because okay. we know we know the numbers. Yeah, yeah. So you don't necessarily need. The computer to tell you that it's right or wrong yeah, at yeah. the moment. So, like for us, we definitely still use it 100, percent, but yeah. it's not as big of a as big of an influence in our decisions as it has been in the past. Okay, yeah, interesting. Yeah. And is that like,
0: would you maybe hop on some data to just confirm yeah. something? 100, like, yeah, yeah. We'll make decisions and then go right. Cool. Let's double check it with data and then and okay. then go from there. Have yeah. you ever reversed a decision when you've gone and got the data? Or, um, no. 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 Has the data ever suggested that you reverse yeah. the decision but you've decided not to. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Uh comfort.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rider comfort is I don't know. Like there's 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 saying like oh it's comfy, which is a lot of the time it's slow. Yeah, yeah. Um but Like the ability for the rider to think in their head that the bike is just going to hold them up in a corner or what, like yeah, so it's almost confidence. Yeah, it's confidence inspiring. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's probably a better word of saying. It's confidence inspiring. So, yeah, you can just you can say like the data says this is wrong, and you go well, I don't really care. Okay. So, (laughs) like we can change it. Troy tries it and goes, this is this is horrible. Yeah. And then you go well the data says it's good and he's like well i can't ride it and you go well that's that's that yeah i was going to
0: ask about because in the past it was always like because obviously what we chase is time yeah right the result is time based so you and time's relatively easy to measure yeah fairly accurately so we've chased time and there's always been this age-old sort of i guess battle between time and rider feel yeah which or maybe we replace rider feel for kind of how confident and how confidence inspiring the bike feels yeah and then data is almost a third piece into that yeah decision so it sounds like like you guys are
2: prioritizing rider rider feel yeah rider feel and time yeah rider feel and time for sure and like data is definitely there to tell you a lot of other things yeah okay like for me i know what g-force is going to break a rear wheel and stuff like that you know
0: interesting so So you're
2: measuring g-force on the bike yeah Yeah. so so i know all that side that side of things so you know you definitely put it on once you've found your setup you put it on you read it and you go yep cool we're good yeah or oh shit maybe we're not good (laughs) like as soon as we get to a proper big track you're going to be going through rear wheels because because our rear shock setup's wrong or because yeah, of yeah. this or that or anything else. So, and it all correlates, right? Like if I put this rear wheel in with this rear shock, you're going to break wheels. But if I put the same rear wheel in with a different rear shock, it'll be fine or, or vice versa, okay. you know? Yeah, yeah. So we have we have notes and and that's why you spend time in the off season, like, yeah, testing all of that and learning, learning what everything yeah. does. How much time? Because
0: because oh, the, <laughs> the the complexity of the interactions between yeah. all these things and the amount of different things you yeah. can change on a bike are huge. Yeah. yeah. So to actually be able to understand a yeah. lot of that and to have data yeah. to inform you is yeah that's a massive project. Yeah,
2: it's a, it's a big project for sure. And I mean, we, we kind of pride ourselves on coming to World Cups and being organised. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. We could show up to a World Cup and be like, yeah, it will be sweet. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But we've seen it in the past, if we're not organized, the, the weekend just turns to shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so yeah. it's like whereas if we're if we're organized, it I don't know, it just it all just seems to just fall into place and it's all easy. Yeah. So and if a World Cup's easy, you'll do well. And that's I feel I feel like that's a massive reason for Troy's success over the past, you know, you'd like 10 years however (laughs) long however long he's been on the podium for every race so it's like that's a huge reason for his success is the fact that he's so laid back with all that like there's no stress it's all good yeah and then if we're organized it's even better Uh so there's no bike stress there's no life stress it's just the team's good everything's dialed
0: so any kind of i guess any significant changes to the bike mid-season is probably a no-no i guess then because to to rebuild your data set around like for example a kinematic change or something is that's a big task it's a massive task
2: yeah yeah, for sure and i mean we can definitely utilize computers like to figure out you know like do some modeling yeah we do a lot and we figure out like we figure out um how do i explain this like with a kinematic, we can figure out what shock's going to work just through numbers. Yeah. Or yeah, if it's yeah. going to break things through numbers, you know, yeah. what? rather than like actually needing to test it. Okay. We can, like with Canyon, with SRAM, we can figure out yeah, like how that's going to feel even before putting
0: it on the bike. So that's a collaboration between you guys and the engineers within those yeah. brands. Yeah. yeah, correct.
2: So, yeah. and they're unreal with that sort of stuff. So we just ask them and they'll figure it out and, nice. and do it and, and it's all, all good. Yeah. Because the so. levels of resource that they've yeah. got, I mean- it's literally you and troy right so yeah. that's a pretty small team yeah, yeah. They've been able to tap into the resources yeah, exactly. of those engineers and-, and that's that's why they're there yeah so we may as well utilize them and yeah. then yeah it, it just makes our life easier and and they're stoked as well because then they get information that ends up getting passed on to consumers or or different bike companies to on how to develop bikes you know yeah so, yeah it's good that is very cool yeah interesting stuff
0: i want to talk more about that back home thing because yep. at the races obviously you're very very thorough on troy's bike or bikes two bikes one
2: bike actually yeah. so you don't have a data bike no not not at races anymore okay we used to but well, don't need it nah it was blowing up both of our brains a little bit too much so <laughs> what looking at the data or having two bikes uh looking at the data mostly yeah okay yeah, it just ends up like me having time to make sure his bike's perfect as well as reading data between practice runs where you might only have 10 minutes yeah and then making informed decisions on that it just it kind of just turns into a bit of a bit of a i don't know time crunch and then yeah, you miss yeah. things on the bike and then you know it's kind of just one of those things so you so. rely on your like
0: your data set from away from yeah. racing and troy's verbal yeah.
2: feedback to, to say right we're yeah. going to change two yeah. clicks here or yeah yeah, and we yeah. generally know exactly what that's going to do. So, yeah. yeah, it's kind of just works better for us. And it's a little bit maybe more of a relaxed approach. Yeah. Um, I think a few years ago, we were kind of getting hung up, like I said, on the data and, and on the testing and on the this and on the that. It makes sense because Loic yeah. was doing that and it was yeah. working. Yeah. It looks like it works. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and yeah. you see other dudes doing it and you're like, oh, man, we need to be doing that. Yeah. And then it doesn't necessarily work for us. Yeah. So, which you know is is fine yeah yeah. and that that you know people might look from the outside and go like oh these dudes are hardly doing anything (laughs) and all they do is just mess around all the time and yada 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 but yeah on the outside we might look like a couple of australian yahoos that don't really give a shit (laughs) but um at the end of the day you know i feel like the results speak for themselves
0: most of the time so you've done your pre-work there's a lovely japanese word for that i think it's nemawashi yeah okay which means like doing your pre-work yeah 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 Yeah. They're good. The Japanese have good they, words. They know, things. they know. Yeah, they know for sure. Yeah. So yeah, you're obviously you, you've prioritized your time with the bike, I guess, to make sure it's in perfect condition yeah. for every run that Troy's doing. When you're back at home, I'm guessing you don't do as much on the bike. No. Nah. What, what do you feel is important to keep on top of for Troy? And what do you kind of back off the frequency of when you're not at races? Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah,
2: for sure, for sure. Um, obviously make sure the suspension's fresh at home. Uh-huh. And the brakes are good. How how often do you would you like to It strip really down, depends. Or? It really depends. Um Yeah. We're lucky at home because it's more like dust rather than mud. Yeah. So we don't have to wash bikes very often and all that kind of stuff. So um I'll do it every couple of weeks probably. Okay. On the downhill bike for sure. Yeah. Um, just to make sure. It really depends on the frequency that we're testing and the and the the point that he's at in his training program, like how often he's on the downhill bike, yeah, okay, because that obviously has a massive effect on the amount of work that I have to do. So, yeah. when his training program is like kind of chill on the downhill stuff, it's like a holiday for me, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, so I've I have a little bit of time off and, um, yeah, concentrate on my my personal life a little bit more. Yeah, so, which is nice. But yeah, pretty much probably every every couple of weeks, I would say.
0: Okay. Yeah, and does can Troy? feel will he say, oh this suspension's going off like it needs a service or Yeah, he can definitely feel it.
2: Yeah. But at the same time Troy's I don't know, he he's good to me. Yeah. So okay. he can kind of he recognises the fact that, you know, I'm not at a World Cup and I don't really want to be working as yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so he's like he's like, oh you'll be I'll just I'll just leave it for a couple of weeks and it'll yeah. be fine. So yeah, he's definitely it's all right they'll go yeah they'll go (laughs) Um, yeah he's definitely in my corner there yeah so which is nice so
0: that's cool yeah but I guess you've got like there's certain things that especially if you're going out testing yeah you're going to want to be yeah. like representative yeah here. so maybe if you're going on a big test day you do oh, a fresh sure. rebuild yeah, and- yeah
2: yeah testing day like make sure the brakes are dialed make sure the suspension's dialed and you've got relatively fresh wheels in the thing yeah and then off you go to be honest like he can ride the bike fast if it's if it's slightly noisy or it's like making a cracking noise or whatever yeah. because there's too much dust in a pivot or whatever yeah he can he can still ride the bike fast Obviously, like, at a World Cup, I would never send him up with a bike that's noisy because, I don't know, I cop it from the photographers. They're just like, <laughs> man, the bike's noisy. And you're like, dude, I'm trying. Like, <laughs> yeah, give me a break. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, at home, we definitely slack off on those sorts of aspects a little bit. But yeah. definitely, like, make sure the suspension's dialed, the wheels are dialed, and the brakes are set, sorted. So, yeah. he's a tweaker with his brakes. So, it's, like, what I spend most of my time on. Oh, really? That's yeah. his big fussy oh, element, yeah? Brakes are, Yeah. Have to be like bang on. He's got quite small hands. Uh-huh. So the lever's quite close to the bar. Right. And it's got a, quite a close bite point. Okay. So trying to get that with no rub, mate, that's like hours in a day for me trying to get that sorted. <laughs> so <laughs> Because the pads are getting so close. It yeah, gets to have that short yeah, throw on the yeah, lever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So makes it difficult. Pick the wrong rider, man. You need someone with bigger know, hands. I know. I know. <laughs> I remember wrenching for, uh, who was it? Curtis Keane on Specialized, yeah, had his had his levers the whole way out, like, and the bite point, it was so easy. <laughs> you'd like half bleed them. you'd be like, yeah, that's be fine, nice, and he'd be riding for two weeks and wouldn't even it'd be fine.
0: Ah, well, but gives you yeah. something to do, eh? yeah, something like that, yeah. Is it what's the trickiest bit? Like, get, keeping the
2: disc straight, or no, nah, it's just keeping them fade free. Okay, when they're like that, it's difficult because they heat up because, because they're, they're so there. close to the yeah. disc. Yeah. yeah. yeah yeah so gets a little bit a little bit tricky nice it's all good have you done anything fancy
0: to try and nah, make that any not really. different or
2: there's like we've worked with sram with different swing links and stuff in their lever blades and yeah. all that kind of stuff but um yeah nothing too crazy he's pretty happy with with them when i managed to get them <laughs> He just doesn't see the hours of work that it takes, but hey. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: do you do much testing on your own, like away from Troy to, to help your context and your yeah. like
2: understanding of the product and yeah, the changes for sure. and stuff? Yeah, for sure. I ride his downhill bike quite a bit. Okay. Yeah. And just try and at least that way I'm in tune with what he's saying and and, and those kinds of things, you know. So I feel like that's a massive aspect that maybe gets overlooked. A little bit uh-huh. is like, cause then I understand if he's like, oh, it's doing this. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, I, I can feel that. Yeah. Like I get it. So
0: yeah, it's good. So are you, are you fast enough to kind of ride Troy settings and
2: have them make sense? Yeah. I have to generally back down the spring rate a little bit. Okay. Um, but apart from that, yeah. Same, similar settings. Okay. So, yeah. That's super helpful. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely handy. And we're about the same height. So it's like the same reach, same everything. Yeah. It's the same, it's the same bike. We can ride the same bike, yeah. Which is quite That's handy, pretty
0: unique. Yeah. right? there's not many people doing that. I guess riding their own riders' bikes. No, away I guess from the there would
2: there would probably be a few dudes for sure. Yeah, but, but not not many. Yeah, yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah, and what sort of stuff do you look at then when you're doing
2: like testing on your own? Um, new products. Okay, a lot of the time before they get to Troy. Yeah, oh, yeah. A lot of the time, I will ride the new product before I give it to Troy. Okay, just to like get my head around how it all works yeah yeah um and then i can put it on or put it on his bike it's already on his bike i can uh yeah just give it to him and and we can go out do a test day and i understand how to get it to a point that he wants you know yeah 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 so so this would be like i'm guessing mainly suspension related yeah suspension related stuff like wheels all kinds of different stuff you know yeah like I just try it and go, yep, sweet. And even to the point where it's like, you know, I trust all the engineers and stuff, but real world testing is different to lab testing, right? So yeah, for sure. You get on it and you huck off something. Can you try to <laughs> go as far as you can? And if the thing doesn't break, then I'm like, cool, I can give it to him. So a little bit of a crash test dummy as well. <laughs> nice, <So. laughs> putting yourself in the yeah, fire exactly, line. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's that's super beneficial for our testing and stuff because obviously like Troy's time is super valuable. Yeah, because if he's not testing with me, he's training. Yeah. And if he's not training, then having downtime for him is, you know, hugely beneficial. Yeah. So, recovery is. Yeah, a big exactly. Part of it, right? Recovery is a massive yeah. part of it. So, yeah, if I can, if I can, you know, even take an hour out of our testing day, then that's that's super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be trackside with broken bikes and things like that, do no, Exactly. Like losing time. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So interesting. And yeah. well, what's
0: your own personal bike back home? Like what do you pick up to go ride? Uh
2: a lot of gravel. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't know. Like I ride trail bikes a lot at home. So yeah. I've got Spectral at yeah. home that I ride right. quite a bit. Yeah. Um have you got the mullet or No, I have a twenty nine at the uh, moment. I'm okay. trying to I'm I'm hassling for a mullet. Yeah. I got short little legs, so I Same. think it's I love that. A spectral's a lot. Of fun. I think that would be the key <laughs> yeah. key to happiness for sure. So, no, I'm trying to get one of them, but yeah, just the twenty nine twenty nine spectral that yeah yeah has all kinds of flash flash stuff on it. So Fair that's play. pretty cool. But um yeah, a lot of gravel. Okay. Yeah, I where I live is amazing for gravel riding. I can just go for for hours and hours and hours and nice. not see a car or not see another human. So it's pretty pretty special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And your bikes kind of kept perfectly or do you slack off a bit no, more be when lying it's your if, own I, I, if i'd be lying
2: i'd be lying if i said they were perfect for sure <laughs> but um no there's all kinds of little fun fun bits and pieces that i like to make and put on them and and yeah just try and customize them a little bit to make them mine yeah because it's quite like particularly like my gravel bike you know that's probably one of the bikes that i've had for the longest time so a lot of my trail bikes i'll go through and go through and go through because uh-huh. i ride them a lot yeah um And I'm lucky enough that obviously working for a bike company, you kind of have access to bikes. So that's kind of nice. Um, But yeah, the gravel bike, I definitely slack off on the maintenance side of things (laughs) a little bit. But yeah, it's good
0: fun though. Definitely. Nice, man. I want to talk a bit more about that sort of mental, psychological side of stuff once you're at the races. Are there certain things that you do with Troy or for Troy to help get him in the best possible state coming into a race? Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, honestly, it there's nothing like special, but it's just kind of being there. You okay. know. So we'll just hang out, we'll play play some moto on the Xbox or we'll, you know, like last night we set up a ghetto table, tennis table in the <laughs> in the pit, you know, just yeah. stuff like that 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 is just fun. Like we just try and bring fun. Yeah. And if you can bring fun, then everybody's relaxed. If it's you know, if it's a heightened stress weekend, then you can tell that maybe the race results not going to be what it could have been if we, if we weren't so stressed. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a very interesting, interesting thing for sure. So yeah, it's definitely just trying to keep it chill. And does that, does that go all the way up until he's in the
0: gate or yeah. does it start to get serious at some point? I
2: mean, it gets a little bit serious for sure. Yeah. He does all his visualization and, and, and all that kind of stuff, but mm. like right to the end, you know, in the gate will fist bump and, and have a laugh and have a smile and yeah. like it's, like I said before, man, it's bike racing. You know, we're not here because you know we're saving lives. We're here because <laughs> we're, here to, we're here to race bikes. Yeah, it's a sport. Yeah, exactly. Day, yeah, so, for sure. And we're here to have fun. And if we can keep it light and keep it fun, then it's good. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: what's what makes the difference for you guys between a good week and a stressful week? Then,
2: if you show up with poor pre- preparation, okay, that's uh yeah, that's definitely definitely makes things more stressful yeah um i don't know like to tell you the truth the past couple of years from us have been for us have been quite stressful because you know you leave home you can't go back yeah yeah and you know you've got wives and animals and and lives (laughs) at home you know that 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 are just like kind of chilling waiting waiting for you to come not waiting for you to come back but it's definitely like on the in the back of your mind that you've not been home for six months, yeah, and you're over it, yeah, that's and insane. that's just like very tiring, yeah. So for us, the past couple of years were very difficult, but yeah. this year everything's light again, and it's 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 good. So we're back, yeah, we're back where we want to be now for sure. Nice. Yeah.
0: Are there any particular stressful racing moments that stand out for you where you've been like
2: oh, maxed out, kind of yeah. like bouncing off the limiter yeah, in your yeah. brain, kind of yeah. yeah, like. Last run practice before quali, snapping bikes and half and stuff, hitting trees and <laughs> yeah, they're always fun. Um, trying to get trying to get the bike prep for for, for a quali run while you're trying to keep your rider calm and trying to be like it's all good, but at the same time in my mind I'm like oh, I hope it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we've done this a million times, so it's kind of just you float through the motions and yeah, and as so long as as so long as you tick all your boxes, it's all going to be all good. Yeah. So and yeah. I don't know, like I say, we've done it a million times. So all the yeah, boxes yeah. are relatively easy to tick now. So nice. Where good. does
0: that? Where does the stress kind of peak for you in the week? Because for for Troy, I would assume it's the race run. But yeah. for you, like where's the bit of the schedule where it gets
2: kind of hectic? It's all stressful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah it's all stressful. Practice day is massively. Pro- practice day for me is probably the most stressful one. Okay. Because I know that like his race run, I don't know. For him, it doesn't start practice day run one but for me it does okay like getting bikes set up right you have a limited amount of runs yeah every run costs the comp- costs the company money yeah so you need to make sure that everything's perfect from from run one yeah so yeah you've got like one or two runs to get the bike set up and then it's like all right let's do it let's go get some lines let's get this like we'll get it all sorted now yeah so yeah practice day for me is stressful honestly quality and race day like race day is easy yeah okay because you've got a few runs like three
0: runs maybe and
2: yeah race day for me is super simple like the bike's set up as long as everything's tight you just send him up he does his practice runs he comes down and then you've got generally because he generally qualies quite well i have a lot of time yeah you got three or four hours i guess to like i can just be meticulous on the bike and make sure it's absolutely bang on yeah and then just have some lunch and quiet cup of coffee and go up for the race run and nice yeah and then do it and that's 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 generally the easiest day for me is racing yeah so what what about when the rain
0: comes down and you've got a mudder on your hands Rain.
2: (laughs) Rain. yeah rain uh rain definitely throws a spanner in the works for everything yeah so it just i don't know it turns your job from being a perfectionist into just a professional jet wash enthusiast basically (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you just end up washing a lot of bikes and carrying bikes around so they don't get filthy off the ground again like the dedication you
0: guys put in like see at fort william yeah carting bikes from the jet wash back to the pit like yeah and
2: that's a massive headache that one yeah generally most world cups just let us have a wash behind our truck right but fort william don't which is very nice of them. Ah, so you have, to, you're forced to go yeah, to that. Yeah. So jet you're wash forced to go to the, the, the jet wash be. around the back. Yeah. And then it's a communal jet wash, and then you stand there for half an hour waiting for everybody else to wash their bikes, and then it's just a disaster. So, but here's what it is: You yeah, just yeah. smile and get on with it, and you can complain as much as you want, but <laughs> for the for the the whole time I've been going there, nothing's changed. So Yeah. Yeah. We just roll with it really. And do you guys have a pretty good
0: feel for when to swap tires when the conditions are changing around? Like I guess Lear going the other week was a good example yeah. of a a continuously variable type of mud under yeah. wheels and also maybe a lot drier out in the open than in the woods. Was yeah. it were were those decisions easy for you? Like
2: Not necessarily easy, but I feel like the fact that like again, we've been doing it for for a long time, you know, we've yeah. we've done pretty much that exact same race weekend last year yeah true so like rain 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 and then dry yeah and then you're just like okay what do we do so we pretty much just copied our tactic from last year because he did pretty well last year okay so, um yeah we just kind of did the same thing and yeah it's definitely not an easy decision because it could completely unravel all the work you've done for the entire week but yeah. but it um generally 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 we know what we're doing generally (laughs) fair
0: play i want to talk a bit about the pit because like that's your home i guess for the week effectively like and has a big impact on what how your week goes to some extent yeah and i think when the canyon factory team first set up it was pretty much like blow up tent like pretty basic and you're at a very opposite end of the spectrum now, like yeah. big truck, yeah. huge setup, like yeah. looks super good from the outside. Certainly. Like how has that Canyon setup progressed over the time? And what are the, like the most valuable
2: additions to yeah. that pit for you? Um, yeah. For us, like the first two races we did with the Canyon team, we had, we had blow up tens yeah, and a crafter. And um, it's not necessarily a bad setup to tell you the truth. Yeah. I mean, there's people with worse, yeah. right? For sure. Yeah. And, you know i don't know when we were on specialized we had the same setup and we were like number 1 and 2 in the world Yeah, so it's you know you can do it you can yeah, do it yeah. for sure um but like now it's it's insane we have we have our race truck we have we have everything we need in there like anything you could be like have you got this it's like yeah we've, we've got it yeah so it's a it's a house on wheels um the three mechanics live in there uh-huh yeah so we have we have our own little little areas which is yeah it's nice to be able to get away for sure um i think the most valuable addition is the coffee machine <laughs> <laughs> nice so that keeps the vibes high for sure yeah um you got a fancy one yeah we got a flash one nice i couldn't tell you exactly what it is okay but gaber, gaber froths over it i'll so. have to swing by and check yeah. it out because oh, sure, yeah. i'm rocking pretty bad coffee yeah here. no we can we can sort you, yeah. out. We can nice. sort you out um no, so that's handy. I bring beans from Oz, and Gabe brings beans from Canada. Uh, so yeah, we just kind of roll with that. Yeah, it's good. But like having a kitchen is 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 massively handy. Yeah, and having a kind of lounge area that we can just hang out and, like I say, like Troy and I play some moto and yeah, just kind of relax a little bit. That yeah. definitely makes things feel a lot more like home. Okay, you know, like you can you can rock up and all your stuffs there. Yeah, so it's like the same bed it's the same same everything for the mechanics that is yeah obviously for the riders it's a little bit different but i mean the only thing that we're missing and i mean probably nobody wants to know about this but we just don't have a toilet so we just oh, gotta, okay. yeah we just got to run with it yeah and try and figure that out every week but apart from that i mean that is what it is you just deal with it the coffee time. machine with no toilet disaster. it's a disaster <laughs> but hey we live with it yeah yeah. and i'm
0: guessing like it helps when it's a wet race as well having that like you basically got a home on wheels yeah at the race for everyone
2: yeah Yeah, for sure everybody can stay dry and there's a shower and like you know when the dudes are super muddy they can just there's a washing machine it's just simple nice
0: and do the riders have their own like storage on there
2: or how does that work for them yeah 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 they've got a zone that they can store all their stuff yeah yeah just makes everything easy for everyone so it's uh definitely definitely a helpful asset that's for sure very
0: nice yeah and you mentioned being away from home a lot yeah um but earlier this season you had a an enforced opportunity to go home i guess because troy was out with that that injury that he sustained um over in the australian races what was it like for you like
2: i mean troy's not away very often right from racing that was probably one of the stranger like that's the first time I've watched a World Cup in a long time. Yeah, or I w- I've watched a World Cup live in a long time and a season so.
0: opener as well. Because you've got all this build up, yeah. and all this testing, yeah, like-
2: yeah. So I was uh, kind of got forced to come to Lords, I guess. You got uh-huh. forced. <laughs> um, No, I came to Lords just to help out with the boys. Like okay. obviously, we signed Luca, Luca Shaw this year. Yeah, yeah. So that was um, just trying to get, I guess, him and his new mechanic and and everybody kind of just flowing again okay. straight into the first world cup so yeah i, I came over for lords and did that and um but then missed fort william which to tell you the truth i wasn't upset about <laughs> so um but yeah that was kind of strange watching that watching that live but even like even lords i've never watched a world cup from the bottom yeah never ever
0: you're always standing at the yeah, top like, always standing at the yeah. top
2: so that was super cool to see the atmosphere and obviously the french fans are pretty insane so yeah that was that was a cool one to go to for sure so um but yeah Fort William was strange it was strange not being there with the team and and like I I found myself messaging the boys all the time just like what's going on what's happening yeah like are you all good over there or like yeah so yeah that was a bit of a strange one but um yeah it's good it's kind of refreshing yeah you kind of realize that you do love it and you do miss it because you get jaded you know you do this for a long time and you're just like oh it's like going to work like anybody going to work. It's a job. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's a job. You don't necessarily like I love coming to work, but I don't know. I'd rather probably rather hang out with my wife and dog and Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Nice
0: to reconnect with the inner yeah. super
2: fan and Yeah, exactly. It was yeah. nice just to kind of be like, Oh no, I do love this and I do I do appreciate, you know, the opportunity that I have to, to do yeah. To do what I love and yeah, you definitely
0: good yeah it's good will you normally watch the live feed on your phone then when you're up on the top of the i usually just
2: watch live timing okay so just see splits and and that's it yeah um
0: as you're on your way down the lift i guess you come straight down once Troy's started or
2: no i'll generally take up a beer in my backpack and sit there and watch the splits and hang out and generally there's a couple other mechanics up there and we'll just watch it and yeah you just get like i don't know man the mechanics are cool like we all have massive respect for one another there's no like i don't know beating beating heads or like there's just everybody's chill yeah. so you know i can ask questions to another mechanic and they'll generally answer them fairly straight and okay. same same deal so yeah at the end of the day like we're all we're all here for the same thing which is to win but we're all friends as well so nice it's kind of nice yeah good crew yeah it's definitely a good crew
0: yeah and you you came back with troy at lear gang yeah it was uh it was awesome to see Troy back at the races. It's yeah. always a shame when he's not here. Um, seemed to be up to speed Yeah, <laughs> pretty damn quickly. Yeah. Did you do anything differently with bike or set up to kind of help Troy like physically and also, uh, you know, to kind of regain that race pace speed? Yeah.
2: not really.
0: Um, Did he have his ankle strapped? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. he had his ankle strapped at that yeah.
2: point. Maybe potentially came back a race prematurely. Okay. But to tell you the truth, like we went there Hoping for about a top 30. Right. We weren't really going there to to like break any records or anything. Yeah. Like we were just going because, you know, we figured it was probably a good idea for Worlds Prep realistically. Yeah, fair. So we showed up and then he did a really good quali. We were like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe this is <laughs> Maybe on. Maybe this is on. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think from there, the weekend kind of fell apart. Okay. So he had a couple of crashes on race day morning. Right. And you know broken bikes and this and that and everything else and then yeah things just went from from bad to worse so okay but still i mean that result considering yeah, yeah. that result considering i mean yeah to be honest like we were in the start gate and we looked at each other and we were like well, well like it, the race was done yeah the race was done before he dropped in okay so just get it down yeah just get it down and get it yeah. down safe and and we'll move on yeah so we learned a lot we came over we came actually came to lens the week after with the guys from rock shock and did a whole bunch of testing with with the fork and and some other stuff with shock that nice. we're doing at the moment yeah um yeah so it was productive. Good. yeah it was yeah. Pro- it was productive productive time yeah. in europe for sure so cool. we uh like i say we didn't come over expecting to yeah take it all yeah um this weekend we do so
0: excellent hopefully we'll make some waves it's good to hear yeah and obviously we're missing the start of the season and a good chunk of points the overall is probably not a focus for yeah. Troy no world champs massive massive focus yeah. right that's yeah. exciting eh? yeah like yeah, that a I'm sure focus. that's the thing Troy would like to tick
2: yeah for sure and you know being so close so many times it's yeah. just kind of gets to the point where you're just like guys come on like, <laughs> let's do this <laughs> let's do this like yeah yeah so hopefully this year we'll we'll make it happen That'll be the that's the ideal scenario. Yeah, so good track for for Troy for everyone. I mean, it's it's a fun track, good place to be. It's a a sick track for Troy. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Nice. Last year he was he was on song there, but just had a couple of tip overs. But yeah, it's part of racing as well. You know, like we kind of got to the point where we were getting third a lot, and he was just like, dude, this is like. It's rad. Like, I'm one of the fastest bike riders in the world, but I'm not the fastest bike rider in the world. So, this is kind of like, kind of shit as well, you know? (laughs) So, we kind of just got to a point where we were like, all right, well, let's push a bit more. Yeah. And then he started tipping over a little bit more. But to tell you the truth, like, I think he would almost rather that now than then come third or fourth okay. in every race yeah yeah he's shown he can be consistent yeah, he right? he can be consistent so now's the time for do or not yeah. do or die but like yeah let's go hard and yeah see but if we can make that work he can go to any track any weekend and and probably be on the box yeah you know so or around it yeah so yeah. it's like yeah we kind of just want to win yeah
0: nice yeah i like that it's cool to see that fire there especially after being in in the sport for so long yeah greg yeah it's probably the only person that's been around like longer that still has that level of fire maybe oh for sure like for sure yeah it's pretty cool yeah yeah when does world champs bike kind of build stuff start like or design like i'm sure you've probably already been involved in calls and stuff and
2: yeah for sure for sure so the bike like everything's done okay yeah yeah um we're just kind of wait and we'll build it not last minute, but like relatively last minute. Uh Um, Obviously, like a lot of the stuff that we have on our bike isn't exactly like production. So there's not heaps of it in the world. Yeah. yeah. Um, And it's funny, like he gets attached to a certain shock. You know, you can build in the same shock (laughs) with the same tune, but it's different. And you're like, well, no, it's not. (laughs) But to him, it's different. So... Yeah, we'll build that kind of kinda of relatively last minute. Okay. Um, spend a good chunk of time building it and making it making it immaculate. Yeah. And then it'll probably rain first lap and <laughs> we'll jet wash it and it'll be, be wrecked. But never hey, what do you again. do? Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, it's all all happening now though. So that's cool. Exciting yeah. times. And the gear looks amazing. TLD have done a pretty insane job there and yeah Canyon have done a rad job on the frame so yeah it's always a fun time of the season to see those rolled out so it's cool yeah it's cool it's fun for us and I don't know particularly for me because like obviously Troy's Australian and I'm Australian so it's kind of like you know it's the one time a year you get to represent Oz. so it's kind of cool yeah that is cool yeah is there a going to be a mechanics team kit that'd be nice I don't know probably not (laughs) <laughs> It'd be sweet though, wouldn't it? It would be sweet, yeah. yeah. A few years ago, our team manager, Gabe, painted us some water bottles. Oh, nice. Like actually probably painted the yeah. same matching, matching as the frame and that was probably one That's of the cooler sweet. gifts that... I still run it to yeah. this day and it's probably one of the cooler gifts that I've ever, yeah. ever received. It'd so. be cool to do because brands are like looking to stand
0: out and get media yeah. attention and like, I guess that's where the world champs bike came from and yeah. now everyone does yeah. it. So it's like a level playing yeah. field again. So maybe they need to step it yeah, up Yeah, they need sort to you step it up. Sort well, you like out. Maybe they
2: do. Maybe they do. There you yeah, go. Mechanics edition toolbox or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give Canyon a call. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk toolboxes. We can't yeah. not, not do that while we've yeah. got you here. There seems to be a little bit of competition amongst mechanics around toolboxes. Like, Are you into that? Uh, I was. You you
2: were? Yeah, now I'm just like, "Eh, whatever. You're over it. Yeah, I'm over it. (laughs) I'm over it. I was like, I don't know, man. I got super G'd up on it a little bit. I was like, yeah, I need to make the coolest box. Like, this is awesome. Like, yada, yada, yada. And now I'm just like, man, I just function over over formula. Yeah. Like, if it works good, that's fine. Nice. I don't have a... Like... For a couple of years I ran a box that had heaps of three D printed stuff in it that like was just super fancy and yeah and it was it was it it worked okay. But to tell you the truth, like if I can work out of something that's quick, yeah, rather than looks good, I'll do that any day of Sweet the week. Yeah. yeah. So and cut foam is kinda cool, but yeah. it also is kind of annoying. Okay.
0: So- <laughs> yeah. So have you gone yeah. away from cut foam then you I have
2: one layer of it right yeah. at the bottom. But, yeah, I go away from it. I've uh, just got, like, bags and stuff in okay. my box now that yeah. I can just literally pick up and throw in there and close the lid and yeah. off we go. So, yeah. If it works. Yeah, exactly. I generally go for weight as well. Yeah. Because, obviously, flying from Oz, you know, like, there's all these dudes that are carrying, like, 30-kilo gun cases and stuff around. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, that's fine. you got no workbench left and and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I Fair like enough. to be able to fly with other stuff apart from my toolbox. Yeah, so, like clothes. Yeah, like yeah, clothes yeah. yeah, all the all kind of the, useful, all the nice stuff. Yeah, 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 good yeah. stuff, man. Yeah.
0: Are there, are there certain tools that you couldn't live without?
2: Like, yeah, what, are sure. favorites? what are the favourites? What are the favourites? I really enjoy a hammer, a good hammer, nice hammer. Hit, Who's, hit, where's hit your hammer stuff? from? I made my current. hammer. Did you? Yeah, nice. So that's kind of fun. What have you made it out of? Uh, there's a box of stanchion. Uh, and an old handlebar and a grip and some other other bits and pieces like so yeah, that's kind of fun yeah but yeah I, I enjoy a good hammer um and then i don't know like precision, precision tools yeah, yeah precision tools <laughs> precision tools exactly i don't know most of the time i've been bush mechanics so nah like i don't know if you got a good set of hex hex keys that's all that that you really need, right? Like, yeah, for most bikes, yeah, right? The for biggest. most bikes, if you've got a good yeah. set, then or or two sets, you know. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of PB Swiss stuff, that's okay, that's like, yeah, massively one of my favorites. Nice, so yeah, the PB stuff's rad, and then obviously, like, Nipex sliders are just, yeah, like everybody, you know. I have you a set ask, of those, in it, it was yeah. an eye opener for yeah. sure. It's a you ask tool. a mechanic yeah. what their favorite tool is, and they'll just pick that up every time and be like, <laughs> dude, I can use this as a hammer, I can use it as pliers, I can use it like. What, what do you need? That's pretty much yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, they're definitely up there with the favourites for sure. So, awesome. Yeah.
0: What What advice would you give then to want to be? I mean, maybe mechanics at whatever level, a shot level, yeah. or a race level, but certainly like if you want to make it through to World Cup for a, a top athlete, like what do you think is important?
2: Positivity. Yeah. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. like I don't know, man. I see a lot of shot mechanics that are grumpy. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. I've seen plenty of those. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And that's fine until (laughs) you know someone comes along that you don't know is actually like representing a company or representing someone important. Yeah, and then you're a bit rude to them or whatever, and then that's that opportunity gone. So you just have to be open, honest, and positive with people. And then I think that's the key, right? Like, I feel like that's how a lot of people get through. And get into higher positions is just being nice, which is funny how that works, eh? Hey? Yeah, it's not that hard, yeah. is it, really? No, but like, you just smile or yeah. say good day or whatever, and and then have a conversation, you know? Oh, there you go. It's it. It sounds like rocket science, but it's not, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it makes your
0: life. It's nicer to be nice,
2: right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, more fun. yeah, and that's kind of what I figure. Like, why would I be mean to someone? Yeah. I don't know. I, no, I'm with probably you. Probably going off on a tangent a little bit, but yeah, like be positive with anything, even stuff you're working on. You know, yeah, like someone's designed that and put energy and effort into into making that. So if you can give them feedback, like I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I can give companies feedback on their products, yeah, which is a difficult position to be in because you can you can look like. How do I explain it? You can can look like a bit of an arrogant, arrogant asshole, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. you can deliver it in the wrong way. you can deliver it in the wrong way. Yeah. But you just have to be straight and honest and be like, I think that it could be better if you did this. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's your baby, so you do whatever you want. Yeah. Just like, to tell you the truth, we're not running it until you do, until it's better. Yeah. And that's kind of how that works. And then generally, they want to keep you happy. So, Yeah which is kind of cool yeah yeah yeah
0: it's a nice place to be as yeah, well, yeah it's definitely yeah.
2: yeah it's cool it's cool when you see products that you've had a handle in like and you know some dudes riding it and you're just like this is sick yeah it's cool that's really awesome yeah, yeah. and
0: are there like skills that you thought were important for a world cup mechanic when you were like getting ready to mm. become one that maybe aren't as important as you thought and then skills that you didn't realize you needed that you've had to develop over the time yeah
2: for sure maybe not maybe not so much like that i didn't i think i think everything that i thought that i needed i needed okay for sure yeah um which is cool like you're still a bike mechanic i mean you 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 do swap a lot of parts but yeah you're a bike mechanic and you're a bit of a glorified cleaner but (laughs) i mean it is what it is yeah um But at the end of the day, like learning the process over the, over the period of time that I've been doing it, you know, you get better at everything, you get better at wheel prep, you get better at, you know, making things go faster that you didn't think could go faster, you know? Okay. And you also get better at talking to companies and engineers and, and explaining your point of view Yeah. and explaining your writer's point of view as well. You know, a lot of the time I'm the middleman. Okay. So Troy will tell me feedback and then I'm like, all right, how am I going to relay that uh, okay. In a bit more of a technical sense yeah, to yeah. the engineers or to the So
0: you're the contact through to the brands yeah. more than yeah. Troy Troy the doesn't cousin. really yeah, have yeah. too much
2: too much to do with yeah, the brands. Again, it's time, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So and he would rather just speak to me and say, like, this is shit. I'm yeah. like, cool, man, can I have a little bit more than that? <laughs> 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 but yeah, it's it's a cool position to be in, but it's also difficult, you know, like you yeah, you have to be. You have to be somewhat positive to people. You can't just walk up to them and be like, "No, this product is absolutely horrible." Garbage, yeah. yeah, like nobody will ever run this. This yeah. is dumb. Like you're an idiot. Like you can't. You can't. You have to be tactful, right? Yeah. So yeah, once you learn how to do that, it's it's good. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, more like people skills almost than more people skills. Yeah. Be a good mechanic, but like, if you're a good mechanic and you have good people skills, people recognize that. Yeah. So, I feel like having good people skills is massively important, and that's important within the team, right? How many of
0: you are there in that pit on any given day? Twelve of us. Yeah, it's a big group, and you need to all be like, yeah. You don't have to be best friends, but you've got to get on. No, we have to get on for sure. We're a traveling;
2: it's like your second family, right? Yeah, we all eat together and stuff. Yeah, 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 we all eat together. We 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 live out of each other's pockets. To tell you the truth, (laughs) so. Yeah, you definitely need people skills. Um, and if you don't have people skills, you'll be in and out pretty, pretty rapid. So yeah. yeah, we've definitely had had people that don't have people skills that have been out pretty rapid. So, <laughs> Fair play. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're going we're
0: gonna to start wrapping up. We've got our yeah. final four questions that we've asked uh, pretty much everybody. First one, if our listeners had 150 pounds, which I think is about 260, 270 Aussie dollars mm-hmm. to improve their performance on a bike, what do you recommend they go spend it on it's not a huge amount of money
2: no it's not a huge amount contact points yeah okay for sure yeah what's pedals. your,
0: your go to then on those
2: yeah so I don't know for me I'm I'm a flat pedal guy yeah so Crankbrothers stamps yeah and then which stamp you on do you know the large ones oh is that the is it 11 7, seven I want to uh, say 7 yeah okay yeah I think yeah I think I could be wrong okay but yeah yeah big big flat pedals yeah. for me is key because I like to swing my feet off everywhere but, um, yeah, contact points, like pedals, grips, tires. Yeah. What, what are your grip and tire go-tos? I you? use, I'm lucky I get the team edition of okay. grips, which is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just like Minion, Minion DHR2s. Okay. Yeah. Like, honestly, people don't actually, I don't think, give tires enough credit for what they do. So I think as soon as you put a fresh set of tires on and all of a sudden you have grip, you're like, oh, oh wow, wow, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow, this is novel. What casing yeah. are you running on your trail bike? On my trail bike, I use double downs. Okay, front and rear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because we're fairly rocky at home. Okay. So um, yeah, I definitely don't don't go less than that. Yeah,
0: Fair play. Yeah. All right, good stuff. Second question, if you could wind back the clock and sit down with yourself age 16, what advice would you give him? Oh, mate.
2: <laughs> what advice would i give him that's a good question what was, uh, what was he like oh he was a bit of a pain in the ass <laughs> no nah, he was all right um i just say keep doing you to be honest yeah like i think i stayed relatively true to what i wanted to do and i think i kind of ended up in a position that i don't know i didn't <laughs> didn't think i'd ever be in yeah but I also got told many a times from different different people in my life that maybe I should do something different. I was going to say people try to push you off yeah. that path. Yeah. the sounds. Bit... People try to push you off the path, yeah. and I think bikes have that have that um, stigma attached to them that you know it's not a career. Yeah, so it's you're playing. Yeah, it's your play, you play. Yeah. You know, you're a kid. You, you're playing around. It's like yeah. you know. So I don't know. Just stay stay true to what you want to do. Yeah, and do what you want to do, not what anybody else wants you to do. Do what you want to do. Take advice from people that are important to you yeah, and then mold that advice into, into keeping, keeping yourself on your own path.
0: Nice. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. All right, third one. If you could have a coaching session from anyone past or present, who would it be and what would you want to learn? A coaching session to do with bikes or... You can have a bike and a non-bike if you want. <sighs>
2: coaching session to do with bikes. You obviously ride with Troy a lot, so... Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take probably Sam Hill for sure, man. Yeah, yeah? Yeah. I would love to be able to drift like Sam Hill. <laughs> but I don't know. i give it a red-hot crack, but I've yeah, ended up on the ground a lot of the time. <laughs> so, yeah. But no, nah, probably probably Sam would be, yeah. would he, be one of the Have you ever people. ridden with Sam? I've never ridden with him. I've, I know him a little bit, but yeah, yeah I've never ridden with him, so unfortunately... Maybe one day I might yeah, I him know. down one day and get him to yeah. Take it out. I mean Troy and him know each other pretty well, so yeah. but and then non bike. That's a yeah. I don't know non bike. Are
0: there are there other mechanics that you'd like? I mean, obviously you guys spend a lot of time together, but is there anyone that you'd really like to pick the brains of that you feel you've not had the chance to? Or is I've one?
2: actually got the chance to pick most of the people's brains that I've yeah. I would I would aspire to pick. To okay, be honest. yeah. So. There's obviously like a few people, I mean there's a lot of wizards around the world that that I would like to like to chat to, yeah, but, yeah. but um, yeah, I've definitely been lucky enough to be put in a position that that I've been able to to chat to most of them nice, so, yeah, and were there any
0: like words of wisdom that have really stuck with you from any of those guys? not really <laughs> <You're> like, nah. <laughs> nah.
2: <laughs> nice thoughts, but yeah, nah. yeah, there's a lot of nice thoughts, yeah, 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 for sure, fair so, enough. yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Last question. What do you do every day that you feel benefits you? Are there any kind of rituals or things that you try and make mm. sure you cover? Coffee, obviously.
2: Yeah, coffee's definitely definitely a massive aspect of my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just try to chat to my wife every day. Okay. She grounds me. Fair. For That's sure. That's tricky, right? If you're yeah. in
0: big time zone differences, yeah. which you are a lot yeah. of the time. Like yeah. what are we kind of? I mean of, even 10 if it's,
2: even if it's just a text message, yeah, you know. Like she just helps me be who i am nice and it takes me away from the racing side of things you know yeah racing you get a little bit like like i don't know it's bike you know you get all g'd up here you're, you're at races and then you chat to her about you know she's gone for a walk with the dog or like something like that and that for me is is that's life right yeah you nice know? yeah keeps you yeah it gives you perspective gives you perspective yeah and i don't know she's just she's just an insanely cool human so yeah. nice yeah done well yeah yeah she's a good egg for sure good so. stuff man
0: <laughs> nice well it's been super interesting chatting and yeah. uh and finding out a bit more about you and a bit more about what you do um firstly if people want to follow you yeah where's the best place for them to look probably on instagram okay yeah which is at aaron underscore yo o one. one nice yeah. links will go in the show notes to yeah. that and then if they want to follow the team uh canyon
2: collective on instagram okay i don't know if it's cll tv yeah cllc tv yeah i think there's an underscore in there maybe all right i'll dig that out and put yeah. a link in as well
0: yeah have a gaze nice yeah, one it's good good stuff man and yeah. yeah wish you all the best for this weekend obviously Thank and you. the rest of the season yeah. looking forward to seeing the fire getting brought to some mountainsides around europe we're and north it. america sure. we're doing it yeah we're back nice one man thanks for having good me good stuff absolute pleasure mate cheers take care Ta. cheers all right that's it for this episode with aaron i really hope you've enjoyed listening a big thank you to magura for supporting this episode of the show the magura mt7 pros are genuinely the best brakes i've ever used and what's more you can use the magura customize your brake options to get them perfectly set up for you when it comes to performance aesthetics and ergonomics head over to magura.com and check them out also, a big thank you to Layout for supporting this episode. Layout's entire range of helmets come equipped with their patented 360 turbine technology to help protect you against the multitude of different impact scenarios that you might experience. You can check out the entire range online at layout.com or find them in your local stockist or online. Here are another few links that might be useful. Downtimepodcast.com forward slash subscribe so you never miss an episode. Forward slash shop to support the show by getting yourself some merch. And forward slash EP if you'd like to get your hands on copies of our lovely print project, Downtime EP. As always, spread the word and make sure as many people as possible are listening. That's it for today. We're going to have another awesome episode coming up really soon. But until next time, get out and ride.